Is it possible to do respectful parenting when you have four plus kids? The answer, according to Ariel, she's a mom of four. The youngest one is a baby. And she's successfully doing respectful parenting in her home. She say, yes, easy, absolutely not possible. Absolutely, yes. And I brought her in to the podcast. So she's one of our clients. And you are going to get to know where she was at, how she was feeling before parenting with understanding and how she is doing to parent four kids and still feel joyful, excited to parent her kids every day, how she manages herself, how she manages challenging moments when all her kids need her. I cannot wait for you to hear what Ariel has to say. If you have four plus kids, I encourage you to stay. If you are watching us from YouTube, subscribe to our channel. If not, subscribe to our podcast because every single week you get a brand new episode to help you go from frustration to a lot more peace in your parenting. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Fourteen weeks ago, it makes my heart, it makes my chest feel heavy because just just brings back that feeling. I felt very powerless. I remember one of your videos, feeling at the mercy of your triggers, and that really stuck with me because I have been in that state of fight my whole life. So I kept wondering why I was running into the same issues and why I wasn't being able to apply tools and not get past my peak moments. And when I was starting, I was very frustrated. I was very tired. I was very angry, not so much with my children, but more with myself because I'm very critical of myself. And I just couldn't understand why I was having such an issue changing when I am so self-aware of what the issue is. But I think too, one thing I remember feeling a lot that I don't feel much anymore and I'm still working on is I was feeling very ashamed and guilty and I wasn't really giving myself grace. I wasn't really being kind to myself in those moments. And also I feel like my partner grew a lot too because in those moments, he also has his own triggers. So he would see me as attacking him and not see that in those moments I was struggling, like mentally, like really struggling. Like it wasn't just, I was trying to be a bad person or come off a certain way. Like I was seriously mentally struggling. And before I came to HIC, I actually went to like therapy and I did some like counseling and such. So I came to a lot of realizations in my relationship with that. And then it was like, it was good for a while, but I was like, it's not really the relationship that's the issue. It's the effect that parenting is having on me and me feeling like from watching my mother make parenting a burden, it was starting to feel that way. Mm-hmm. It was starting to feel like the days were like just so long and I didn't have the energy I wanted to have with my kids. And I was just so sick of them arguing. Like I didn't know how to delegate. And sometimes I still have difficulties with that, but I learned that 
It's mainly because of my sound sensory. How so now I'm, How I have a seven-year-old, I have a four-year-old, I have a two-year-old, and I have a four-month, no, five-month-old now. Okay, so you're a mom of multiple children. Mm-hmm. Now- and very quickly... <laughs> Now, my, my question is, because a lot of people ask me, can I really do this being a parent of multiple kids? Can you really parent your children peacefully and bring more peace, connection, cooperation to your home? Having all those kids? I would say, is it challenging? Heck yes. Is it impossible? Absolutely not. I feel with the techniques that I've learned and everything that I've learned about brain science, not only do I apply it to myself, but I apply it to my children. And I remember the thing that you instilled and taught me in the videos and that Cynthia went over with me in coaching sessions and how she broke everything down and just everything that other women said too. It just, everything really stuck with me and I reflect on it daily. I use it daily. And even though it can be challenging with multiples, It's more about learning their own individual style Mm -hmm. because I now parent them for who they are. I don't parent them as a group. I was very like parenting as a group because I didn't want to seem unfair. So if I yelled at one kid, I had to yell at everybody else because I was like, I don't want the, I don't want anybody to feel that way because my mom did that to me. My mom would yell at me all the time, but never yell at my little brother. And he was doing little like, minute stuff and I always felt like it was unfair so I was like okay let me be that was my thinking of being fair when in all actuality it was still very traumatizing to that cycle was repeating itself but in a different phase now Mm -hmm. children felt unfair but from a different circumstance of like it's not fair that she's yelling at me when my brother was the one who did this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. same pattern through a different through a different angle yeah happens when we don't have guiding professionals to help us now my question is what pulled you to say enough is enough I've been through therapy and that has worked in some areas but my parenting is lacking what said to you enough is enough I'm going to enroll in HIC parenting education and get the personalized guidance that I need from a professional parenting coach so I really, so I've been doing research just on psychology. I read a lot of books and stuff and I was learning about CPTSD and all these different kinds of things. And I realized that I am very hyper independent to a fault. I don't like to ask for help. It's, I feel like I can do everything on my own. And I got to this point where I, I was literally losing my voice was being damaged because I was yelling so much. I couldn't even exert the energy. I wasn't feeling well physically. I wasn't doing well mentally. I felt, especially like just having a baby, my hormones were all over the place. And I felt like I was just like, even while I was pregnant, I was lashing out. I felt like I was parenting from a very insecure place. I felt like I was parenting from my inner child and projecting my fears and my wounds onto my kids. And not intentionally, it was literally all like subconscious. I wasn't even, it wasn't even on purpose. But it it just was the day where I was sitting and I was just talking to my husband. I was just going over the things because I'm very open with him and we talk about a lot of things. And I was like, this is what happened. This is how it made me feel. This is what I said to her. And now I feel like crap about it because I know I shouldn't have said that. I know 
that hurt her feelings. And I don't understand. And I have to be real. I didn't understand why she annoyed me so much, why she triggered me so much, why the sound of her voice was like too much for me. And going through this course, like I understand myself more. I understand why it's a trigger because of how I grew up. And now literally like when she's talking like a lot, I'll be like, okay, Ocean, like <laughs> I need a break. But for the most part, now I'm coming to her, like asking her ideas and feelings. And I just, I feel more secure in that. So what is your overall now after 14 weeks, what is your overall environment in your house? How does your house feel to you now? My house is a lot more peaceful. And I feel like mainly because I'm taking more accountability. I'm more aware of how my body feels. So even if I know I'm going to have, maybe I'm going to make a mistake, like I know it's coming because I'm so heightened or triggered. I can communicate that and articulate that. And I don't really take it out on anybody. I just do what I, the tools that I do. So I'll either write or I'll express my creative energy. I've been working out and doing yoga and things like that to help me release. And it helps me a lot. I feel like so much better. So you feel more at peace, a little calmer. Even with my husband, I don't, I'm not like, even when I'm feeling maybe irritated by something he said or something he did, or when I'm feeling unappreciated and things like that, this course has taught me like to really reflect on that and where it's coming from and the story that I'm telling myself and remove that story and create a new story and be honest with myself about what's really happening, not what I'm creating to happen. And I argue less with him. I, we don't have as much conflict because I come at it just how you guys taught me to come at it with the kids. I literally come at communication with him. Like I take empowering communication into my marriage as well as with my children. Wow. So I found that it's the things that you taught in the program are not only helpful with your children, but it's also helpful with your spouse because at one point we all were children and a lot of us have inner child wounds. So It's really important that as partners, we speak to the inner child and our partner too. And we nourish that in our partner too. It taught me, it, I carry that into everything. I'm getting goosebumps as you said <laughs> all that, that this work really goes beyond parenting. It goes to marriage. It goes to your relationship with yourself. It goes to the way you see the world. And What do you, now that you have a more peaceful home, how do you see your family five years from now? Five years from now? Wow. I see us having lots of family meetings, talking about family stuff. I like, even now we have dinner together at the table, like breakfast together at the table. Like we talk about things. I see us my girls are going to be a lot older. <laughs> that makes me so emotional because that's going to go by so fast. But they're going to have beautiful I, memories from when they yeah, were. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, I feel like it's going to be even better because they're going to understand like what I was doing and all the work that I did. It's just like surreal because I know that this stuff that I went through or anything that like I'm what I made mistakes in now, like you told me it can be fixed. No matter what age your child is, like it can always be fixed. Like I felt like that, that I messed her up, especially my oldest. I felt like I was messing her up and I was just being like so mean to her and I did not understand why. 
like her emotions were just too much for me but it's I've become even more like vulnerable and emotional myself like even when I make mistakes now and I repair like I get emotional with her so she can see I'm not this cold hard person like mm -hmm. that's not who I am and that's not who I want her to know me as so in five years like I see us having lots of talks I see her being open with me and feeling that I am a safe space for her to come to me about whatever and her dad I see us doing a lot of things, traveling the world together. Like I want to take my kids to do a lot of experiences and have experiences. I just see it being like a very peaceful place, like a very peaceful environment. And I know that I'm going to raise healthy children who are going to in turn, if they choose, raise more healthy children. Mm -hmm. it, it puts my soul at peace, even though I, like I told Cynthia, I feel like I still have a lot of work to do only because my triggers are very deep and I still need that guidance and that support in that sense, because sometimes days do get hard and I really don't have a lot of people to talk to besides my mom. <laughs> and I don't like dumping on her all the time, but I just need somebody who can give me a different perspective because my mom has a certain style of parenting and she just feels a certain way about certain things. And no matter what I tell she's like, even though you're learning this coaching stuff, you can still yell. And I'm like, mommy, I appreciate that because I know you're trying to give me grace, but no, I cannot still yell and I have to take accountability. And that's one thing I had an issue with that I do not have an issue with as much now. Like when I do yell, it has to be because like I've said something probably like 20,000 times, but I do what one of my parenting tools taught me, which is I yell a noun or I just, I just be like, ah, like I don't say anything because that's what my mom used to do. She used to yell, but she used to be verbally abusive. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if I just say a noun, like, release. Yeah, I just need to get out the energy or I, I walk away or I go hide in my office room for a second and just like breathe. Sometimes they'd be feeling offended when I take my space, but I feel like that's because I feel offended when they take their space. And I try not to take everything personal. I feel like that's the hardest thing for me with the kids. So for example, yesterday, Ocean got upset with me and then she told me she didn't want, she didn't want to give me a hug. And like, when I tell you, like, it hurt my feelings, but it hurt my feelings because I understood why she didn't want to give me a hug. And I knew in that moment that I did not make her feel safe or make her feelings feel welcome. So I now was... you have more understanding of yep. what's underneath the behavior. Yes. Helps you the needs. Respond to your children. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. You said that you are an educated parent. Even before you came to HIC, you were reading a lot. You were following us. You were consuming a lot of parenting advice. What was the difference that you saw between that and getting personalized professional guidance in HIC parenting? It was like the difference between it. I think I, I honestly, I took in too much information. I feel like there's so much. And I feel like with the program, it's like you just condense everything. And it was so clear and so concise and so to the point. It was very relatable and it was very personal for me. Even though you were on video, I felt like I was there with you. I felt like you were talking to me and I was, I, sometimes I'd be crying. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, just listening and, and, and just thinking about like, things that I've done and stuff like that. But it was a hundred percent better only because I am not only a visual auditory learner, but I have to like, if I'm not like tactilely doing something, I have to like interact with a person. I've always been like that. That's the way that I process. I have to talk about things. And even though 
like for a long time I wasn't really keen on like group settings only because like I said I'm hyper independent I was like my husband was like just be like open to it It, it's okay everybody has a story you don't need to be like worried about what you went through or feeling that people are going to judge you for it so I was like oh okay but I love that too. And just having Cynthia there every week was super encouraging. Watching you was super encouraging because I can see that you've worked very hard to get to where you are as a mom and just as an individual. And I know you've had your own story, you know what I'm saying? And I know that you're not perfect. So I know sometimes people look at you and they're like, oh, you're such a perfect mom. And it's no, I'm not perfect. I have to do the work every day too. I have to apply what I teach and some days may be more difficult to others, but you've also taught me to recognize when my own needs aren't met because I'm very bad at meeting my own needs. I, that was my problem. I was putting all my needs in my children first. I was burnt out. I homeschooled too. So I was extremely burnt out. I was frustrated. I was just physically exhausted, but this has made parenting less exhausting. Mm. I felt like tired. There are some times where my daughter will do stuff and we'll just end up la- like, She'll give me this whole meltdown, all these emotions. And I'm not, la- she knows I'm not laughing at her. She knows why I'm laughing. I just start, I just look at her and I'd be like, oh, really? And she just starts laughing. She's like, mom, stop. And I'm like, no, because this is so crazy right now. What, what's going on? But it's different from how I used to react, which is like her, like, and sometimes her emotions still trigger me, but it's not because it's not something bad. They're triggering me because something that you're doing, dealing with yourself. Like- yeah coming from her is coming from yes her. it's coming from me and it's something that I need to deal with and I need to be aware of my, my jaw oh my god when you talked about jaw clenching I am a jaw clencher to the T I hold my breath or I start to really fast pace breathe I use my techniques for calming down the anchor acronym is in my singing bowl which is in my office room so I see it all the time I love putting stuff like that up but yeah, like I'm more aware of my body and what my body does. And that helps so much when you have multiple. What would you say to a parent who is on the fence? Who is, I don't know if this is for me, if this is really going to help my family. It's a leap of faith. What about if it doesn't work? When they are wondering, I wonder if HIC parenting coaching is for me. What do you have to say from your experience? I would say that... First and foremost, you have to be open and you got to be honest with yourself and you have to be willing to put in the work as with anything. This is not just some get better fix. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't heal you. It brings you to a deeper level of self-awareness. It helps you to process. It gives you that encouragement and support. The brain science was like life for me. Learning about brain science was amazing for me. And a lot of people, change is scary. The unknown is scary. But to me, breaking these generational cycles is so important. So if it's important to you and you're ready to do the work and you're ready to take accountability and you're open to receiving the wisdom, this program is priceless. And it was absolutely worth the investment it like absolutely I feel like it's worth even more to be honest because this is like lifetime knowledge that you can take into you can take this into your career empowering conversations can be taken into your career like into business meetings this is something that's going to last you a lifetime something that's going to be passed down Marcella creating this program like you're leaving an imprint in the world 
this will like what you're doing will never be forgotten. You're going to have this passed down for generations. And that is like amazing because it's going to bring so much healing to so many children. There's so many people out there with trauma and that are struggling with understanding their children and just really understanding developmentally that some things are appropriate and it's not always disrespectful. And just because you have the power doesn't mean you should use it in that kind of way. Mm. So like when I learned the power over, power under and power with, like automatically when I read the titles, it made sense to me. Like I like, and then I read the further explanation, but I already understood what that meant Mm. because there's a big difference. And there's even times where you can be power over and power under because there's been situations where I can be very authoritative and then there's situations where I like run from them, like when they're arguing or bickering. So yeah. It was just really, it brings a lot of revelations. You have to be ready to face your shadow self and give yourself grace and forgiveness and just reflect on things. This program, I told my mom, like, I think it was week two or week three, mommy. I love you very much. However, this program is bringing up a lot of resentment. (laughs) It's bringing up a lot of resentment. And sometimes I'm still angry with you because your best was not enough. I know you did your best, but it it wasn't enough. And one week I was crying and I don't think I went to coaching that week, but I was just processing. I do that a lot. I go in seclusion when I process. And I was just like, if my mom wasn't this way, I would never be this way. Hmm. And it was so, uh, like, I had to sit with that disappointment for a second. I had to let little Ariel sit with that disappointment and cry it out. And then I had to tell myself, okay, like, I just sat with that disappointment. Do I want my daughters to do the same thing? Mm -hmm. Because even though I was doing my best before HIC, my best was not enough. And I was scaring them. My children were scared of me. And I don't abuse my kids like my mom abused me. But even in yelling, like kids still do the wincing when you yell. And I, for a long time, I'm like, why do they do that to me? Oh my God. And now they don't do that. Now my daughter will come to me and tell me how she's feeling, whether I want to hear it or not. And I listen to her. And sometimes even when her father will try to be like that. And I'm like, no. Those are her feelings. They are valid. All feelings are valid and welcome. And sometimes he doesn't like when I say that. However, I'm like, honey, we can't do that to them. Like we can't. I know what his mom taught him to because his mom's Cape Verdean. She's from the island. So their culture is very strict and, and they abuse kids over there. So it's a lot different and he got abused a lot, but He's not the same kind of dad. And even with me learning, because he didn't come to the classes, but I would always share knowledge with him. And a lot of things have stuck with him too. So I just feel like it's made a stronger foundation in my home and we're going to continue to work on it. And I feel like in about a year, I'll be in the space where I want to be, where I don't think I'll really yell anymore because I'm just getting to a space where it's, I'll yell if it's doing something like it's emergency. I'm like, Violet, like I'll yell like that. But I don't, I I do my best not to yell at them. And even when I do yell at them, I tell them immediately, like, I'm not feeling safe. We need to separate for a second. I promise I'll come back to you and we'll talk about it. And you know something, Ariel, is not just that you are growing, they are growing. And I'm talking about emotionally in their brain development. So things are going to change a lot. You're going to see yourself having more conversations with them solving conflict peacefully more times than not 
because developmentally they're going to be there and emotionally they're going to be there as well. Yeah, it's hard when you have a lot of littles because you got to co-regulate a lot of people. And sometimes you got to pick who needs to be co-regulated first and they all be wanting to be co-regulated at the same time. And you're just like, I wish I had four of one, but I don't. Yeah, it's insane. And the program taught me that too. I actually had a realization where when they were talking about like developmentally, what happens from zero to seven and then eight to 12 and then 12 to 25, I realized I got stuck emotionally and like an emotional state because my dad passed away when I was 12 and I felt like when that happened something broke in me I literally told my mom that it's like something something just was not right and literally I was such an angry person I've I've always been super angry especially from childhood and stuff because I was I saw a lot of abuse I've had a lot of traumatic things happen to me so I was just an angry person and I never learned to self-regulate I never learned how to calm down. And I know about meditation. I'm very spiritual and stuff, but meditation wasn't really doing it anymore. It it became like I hit a plateau. And when I learned about the vagus nerve and Mm -hmm. it made sense to me why I like to sing and I write songs and stuff like that. So it made sense to me why singing helps. It made sense to me why chanting or making certain vibrations with my voice helps. And just even like exercising, doing yoga, all that stuff, like it exercises the vagus nerve. So I make a point to work out that muscle every day because I am 33 years old. And to be real with you, this is probably the first time I've exercised my vagus nerve in a long time. Before I had kids, I did, I meditated all the time. I was the chillest, most dude, bro. I was like a California person. Like I was very vibey, total chill. And I had kids and became a helicopter, hypervigilant parent. And I didn't want my kids to grow up like I did. So I felt like I had to be hard on them. I felt like I had to be like overly stern, even though they weren't going through the trauma that I went through. Like it didn't make sense. My reaction, my parenting didn't make sense for them. My Mm -hmm. mom's parenting now, even though I know certain things she did was not correct, it made sense why she did them because Mm -hmm. of what she experienced and what I experienced. But my kids aren't experiencing that. And I realized that as my kids get to certain ages, I still have triggers because of what I went through at that age. So but I always have the beautiful fear. thing is that your children are not going to have to heal from the things that you had to heal. And I realized too, that story, I'm not going to create a future story for them. They're not going to become those things. They're not going to have those issues. Oh, because yeah, now you have absolutely all the tools that you need. You have two powerful tools. You have a parent-centric tool called self. By the way, for the one who is watching this testimonial self is the parent-centric tool to work on yourself as a parent, break free from frustration and bring peace to your home. And we do that in the first 10 weeks of our Parenting with Understanding coaching program. And that's a huge tool that not many people have and you do have it. And then you have a child-centric tool called the use process. So for the ones who are watching us, the use process is the tool to understand our children, respond with what they need, and raise emotionally healthy children. And that's what you're doing right now. You have two powerful tools to work on yourself and to work with your kids. You have absolutely everything that you need to raise the confident women that you are going to see very soon when they grow up and become adults. And and I cannot wait to see 
what's going to happen in your family in the future. Thank you so much, Ariel, for coming here and share your story. I know it's going to inspire many because many are where you were 14 weeks ago, thinking that there is no way that they could bring more peace to their homes, thinking that they already did the damage and nothing can change. You are the Leo light at the end of the tunnel, letting them know, yes, it is possible. Yes, change is available. And yes, change is available if you take the next step, if you access the help, if you access the personalized professional guidance that you need to break your cycle. You've tried on your own long enough allow professionals to come into your life and your family to help you because that's not a sign that you are a bad parent or you're failing as a parent that's the sign that growth happens when we access the support that we need so thank you so much ariel for this amazing story if you're inspired by ariel's story and you're like marcela i need that transformation as well I'm ready to start working on my parenting. But parenting tips online just has gotten me so far. I need personalized guidance. I encourage you to access our free parent assessment call. This is a call with myself or one of our HIC parenting advisors where you're going to get crystal clear on what you need in your parenting you are going to get the step-by-step -step roadmap for you to bring a lot more peace and raise emotionally healthy children. And number three, we are going to show you how our parenting coaching services could support you get to your parenting transformation a lot faster and sooner. So this is a free call where all you have to do is click the link in on the description of this podcast episode. If you are watching us from YouTube, then open the description and then the link is there. Schedule your call and come ready to dive in in your parenting. If you don't follow us, I encourage you to follow us at High Input Club. We are on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. And I want you to remember that it only takes understanding of yourself and of your children's needs to transform your parenting. That's parenting with understanding. I'll see you next time.